I learned from the mistake. I'm going to do it better next time. And just try to establish good relationships with people you work with, not necessarily the people that are ahead of you on the ladder or people that you directly report to. Everybody with whom you interact on a daily basis is worthy of your respect. So make sure you're mentally present for people when they're talking to you. Try to understand where they're coming from. And if you say you're going to do something, follow through on that. Probably the number one lapse in integrity is people making promises that they can't keep. So people feel like they can't rely on you and they can't trust you to do what needs to be done. Alexandra, how do you respond to people who say things like integrity and honesty That's not the world we live in right now. It's absolutely the world we live in right now, especially if you see what happened in recent years. I think that was the position several years ago, and everyone was turning to profit-making, and you've got to get ahead in your career at all costs. Honesty and integrity aren't as important. But then we saw what happened when that point of view was allowed to run amok, and we saw that a society that's built on money, backbiting, manipulation isn't sustainable. So I tell people, well, if you don't think it's important, then just look what happens when people don't emphasize it. We get the financial crisis, the housing bubble, we get Enron, but honesty, integrity, trustworthiness have gotten people ahead over centuries and centuries of human existence. Mm -hmm. On a related topic, given this importance of being trustworthy and having integrity, are there strategies people can undertake to promote themselves? Yes, just because you want to be somebody who has high integrity does not mean that you don't need to be looking out for number one. If you don't promote yourself in your workplace, nobody else is going to. One mistake I made in my early career was that I turned out work product like there was no tomorrow, but when it came time for someone to get promoted to fill an open position, I wasn't even in the running because nobody knew who I was. The people who did get promoted might have had half my work ethic, but they were out there making connections. So what I recommend to people is, first of all, you make sure your manager knows what you're doing. Get used to reporting to your manager on a semi-monthly or even weekly basis the concrete results of your project. So you get practice in how to communicate these in a succinct manner. And if you're worried about bragging, you shouldn't be because if your manager isn't aware of what you're doing, then you're not doing your job and she's not doing hers. The next strategy that's when you have a successful project, send an email to the entire team that was involved in the project thanking them for their participation and good work. This accomplishes two things. It first of all shows your teammates who worked so hard with you that you're appreciative and it gives you credit as the person who either organized the project or who was responsible for an important component and it alerts the higher-ups and anyone else who's important that this went well and here were the great results. In the book, you talk about the pitfalls of climbing the ladder too quickly. Well, some people might ask there are pitfalls. In fact, there's something called the Peter Principle, where if you get promoted too quickly, you get promoted into your level of incompetence. My favorite example of that is Mike Brown, who was promoted as head of FEMA because he was the friend of Bush. He came from a nonprofit organization, which was much smaller, and he had no concept of the issues that he was going to face. As a result, he had no idea what to do when Hurricane Katrina hit and ended up having to resign. Things had gone so badly because he was inadequately prepared for that position. And unfortunately, we're going to see that happening a lot in the coming years because of the demographic changes. We're seeing more and more baby boomers retire from the traditional corporate world. The generation that's just underneath them, Generation X, is too small to fill the spaces And the generation underneath them, the millennials, 
are going to be relatively young when they're promoted into leadership positions. And because they're so driven, because they're so dedicated to getting ahead, I think we're going to see people, unfortunately, finding themselves in this situation of being promoted, not knowing what to do with the position and being set up to fail. Alexandra, what are your thoughts about people who are in a really big hurry to be managers or leaders? They're in such a hurry to get away from the real work that needs to be done and to put some distance between themselves and perhaps the customers or the clients that this can come back to bite them later. They've lost touch with the front line, the tools and the technologies and what's going on in the marketplace. I think that you see these people regretting that a lot of times because they miss the work that led them to get involved in the job in the first place. So I see people who wish they could go back, and a lot of times there's no easy way to go back. And if you take a demotion or go to another company and take a lower position, they say you're overqualified, and that's why I recommend be careful before you accept a promotion, knowing that it's permanent. And in terms of being in a hurry to get promoted, people need to read.